You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 52, the sum of five. You're like, what? What are you talking about, Jeff? You'll understand in a second. Let's go. Motivating from the six. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to have you stand up in your circumstances and become the best individual that you can become. I am your host, Jeff A.D. Martin of JeffADMartin.com, but you can just call me Jeff. <laughs> I hope everyone is having a fabulous week. If you have clicked play, if you have downloaded, if you have subscribed, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you allow me to bless your ears, your cars, your headphones, your while you are walking on that treadmill, while you are taking that walk, enjoying this beautiful weather, if you have done any of those things, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to bless your ears for a very brief moment. I hope everybody had a fabulous week. I can tell you my week has been on fire. I've been extremely busy this week. I had a speaking event at a school on uh, last Friday. I had a speaking event at a church on Saturday. I had another speaking event. It was an award ceremony for one of our biggest school boards in the Toronto area, the greater Toronto area. That was on Monday. I had another school event on Tuesday. It's been busy. And you know what? I can't complain because if you complain about not getting fed, and then you get put in front of a buffet, you can't complain about how much food is in front of you, right? Because just a second ago, you were like, I haven't been getting fed. So my point is, that's a terrible analogy, I get it. But my point is, is that it's been crazy busy and I've been super excited and thankful for all of these doors that have been opening. I have asked for it, and as the saying says, your gifts will make room for you. And so I think this is my gift. I'm working on it. I love to speak and inspire people, and I have been getting the opportunity to do it over and over and over again with so many different angles and ways of doing so, whether it be in person, whether it be through this podcast, whether it be through my children's book that should be out soon, whether it be through the other projects I'm working on, I am just so excited for the opportunities that have been opening up. So again, If you have been listening to me from day one, if you have even just heard a snippet of this episode, again, I have to thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to be with you for a very brief and valuable moment in your life because I know time is valuable. Time is more valuable than money, than currency, than gold because you can never get it back. If you lose a million dollars, you can gain back a million dollars. If you lose a day, if you lose a minute, a second, you will never get it back. You can't add it to the other end, to the tail end of your life. When you pass, you pass, right? So again, I'm just so thankful that you have allowed me to be in your life for a very brief moment. Today's episode, the sum of five. And you're like, I don't even know what that means, Jeff. Like, what are you talking about? This is what I'm talking about. Have you ever heard the saying that says, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are? See, what that means is what the person is trying to say is that if you show me the people who you hang around and they act a certain way, they talk a certain way, there's a good chance that you may act and talk the same way as well. 
Now, I don't know if that's fully true, and the perfect example of that would be Jesus Christ himself. And I say that because Jesus Christ, a lot of the people who he was around were so-called sinners, right? People who were not of the Christian faith, and he was healing people, and even his disciples. They were fishermen. They were uh, tax collectors, jobs that people didn't really look at as being high on the you know great job scale back in those days. And that was his boys, right? His disciples, his boys. And and so, again, show me your friends. I'll show you who you are. In Jesus's situation, it wasn't the case by any means. Now, for the common man, for you and I, I don't know if it's the case, but this is what I know. There's studies that have been done that shows that you are the sum of the five things around you in different categories. So going back to the friend thing, you are a sum of your five friends. You are a sum of the five TV shows that you watch the most. You are a sum of the five things that you have around you most often. Hmm. What does that say about you? When you consider your life and the things that you find closest and nearest and dearest to you, the people who you hang out with the most, the TV shows and movies that you watch the most, the books that you read or lack thereof, how do those things define you? Do they create who you are? Do they make up who you are? How do those things in the end result to being the, the sum of who you are? And I have some examples here that I want to give you. I'm going to use my own life as examples here to kind of sum up who I am. If you do not know me personally, if you've never uh, seen one of my social media um, platforms, I love to do motivational stuff. Like this is my passion. I want to see people strive. I want to see people, people I want to see, excuse me, people stand up in their toughest of situations and pull themselves through. And so everything I try to do, especially when I put out through social media and through speaking and again, this podcast, everything I try to do is positive, is motivational, is trying to help people who are in their toughest situations. So I would tell you that for me, the sum of five for me, a lot of the things have to do with what I'm trying to do in terms of helping people. So I've used myself as an example to kind of show you what I'm speaking about here. And I think it's important that after you listen to the list in this podcast episode, you got to try to apply it to your own life because you're going, you, you may see that you might need to make changes within your own life, right? If you want to start moving in a certain direction and you find that you are stuck, this might be the reason why you might be hanging with the wrong people. You may have the wrong items in your life. You might be watching uh, the wrong TV shows, the wrong movies, the wrong YouTube clips. You got to start forming things in the direction that you want for yourself. So let's get started. You are the sum of the five people that you're closest to in your life. Now, I'm going to use me. Now, number one, I'm not going to call his name, but one of my homeboys from day one, from a child, uh, we go way back. He, I got to put him in my life for sure, 100%, right? I got to put him on my list. Now, I can tell you that we have been through ups, we have been through downs, but we encourage each other to go forward with a lot of different things. And quite often, actually, um, we exchange positive information. So if I hear a great YouTube clip, I'll send it to him. If he hears a great uh, uh, speaking from a pastor or a great uh, radio clip, or something, something very positive to help my family grow, to help me grow personally, a speaker, he'll send it to me. So that is the first person on my list. I got to say, um, also, now 
I was thinking, should I call their names or not? But I will, because you have met them through po- uh, last or, or past rather uh, podcast episodes. Danny Stone. Danny Stone, he was on one of the last podcast episodes that you've listened to uh, where there was a guest. And Danny is an author. And because he's an author, I actually speak to him about some of the things I'm trying to do in regards to writing. I bounce ideas off of him. And although we don't hang out um, as often as maybe some of my other friends, I spend a lot of time speaking to him. We send voice messages to each other so I can bounce some ideas off of him in terms of speaking, ideas about speaking and, and improving my speaking, ideas about books as well in terms of writing and so I would put him in my list as one of my top five right now in my life another one I would say is Keith Hill Jr. who again you met him earlier on if you've listened to one of the earlier podcasts again he's an author and he's doing some real great and cool things in the community and over the last while I have spoken to him he's become closer into my circle again because uh, being an author he's been there he's done that he's produced a book he's published a book and so he He's helped me along my journey trying to figure things out and word count and uh, dividing parts into sections and chapters and all that good stuff, right? So for me personally, that's who is in my top five. Now, I know I named three and I was considering the next two. And of course, I got to say my wife. I love her to death. Of course, I got to say my kids. And, you know, I, I decided to loop the next uh, two rather than giving to giving two more, I decided to loop the next few into just an overall family because uh, of course I am around my wife all the time. We live together. I'm around my kids all the time. We live together, and I got cousins as well that I'm super close with as well. So I've kind of looped family into one, and. It's important for me to have my family because when I'm down, when I'm out, when I'm feeling drained, when I'm out trying to do community stuff and I come back home feeling, you know, sometimes I'll be honest with you, the stories I hear from some of the kids that I speak to, it's tough. It's tough to hear these stories. And so sometimes I can come home feeling down. Sometimes I can come home feeling real hyped because I just finished doing a speaking event and my family is there for me and supporting me. Now, going back, this is my sum of five, right? My family kind of counts as a group, so they don't really count as individuals, I'm going to say. But this is my sum of five, the five people who are closest to me right now. Now, I can tell you that with that group, they're all people that are uplifting to me, that are helping me along my journey one way or the other, even if they're just a shoulder that I can just you know cry on, someone I can speak to just to get something off my chest, All of them are there for that. Not one of them brings any negativity in my life. Not one of them brings any drama to me. They all help me move along my journey. That's my sum of five people. Now, the next is the sum of the five things that are around you. And things can really mean anything. So you can really put a lot of different things in this category. For me, What I'm going to say is the top five things that I really love that are always around me, I got to say podcast. I am a huge podcast fan. Of course, being on a podcast, being a podcast host, uh, being a podcaster, uh, I, I often listen to other podcasts to hear what people are talking about, to see where the vibe is going, where the trends are going, and also just to be uplifted myself. Yeah, your boy, I know you come here to be uplifted, but I go out to be uplifted sometimes as well because there's a lot of great people who have fabulous podcasts. I might do an episode one day about the top podcasts that I listen to because I'm all about sharing. I'm all about sharing what I'm doing to help other people as well. So one of the top things I have in my life is 
podcasts, all right? Another top thing that I have in my life is I would say notebooks. I know it sounds weird, but I got a couple of notebooks that are in my car or somewhere in my living room that when I have an idea, whether it be for this podcast, whether it be for another book idea, whether it be uh, a speaking engagement, I'm trying to figure things out, whatever it is, I have a ton of notebooks, blank page notebooks just sitting around like in my car so I can jot things down if I hear something in a podcast or on the radio or I got a couple of my uh, beside my bed as well. So if I wake up at night, I got a goals idea where I can write down my goals. I got a dreams book where I can write down my dreams and the, the ideas that come up to me in my sleep. And then I have another one, a gratitude book, a gratitude journal. We've talked about that a, a, a number of podcasts to go as well. So that's another thing that I have around me. So podcasts, notebooks, I would say another thing that I have is audiobooks. And it kind of goes with the podcast as well, but I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I got to tell you, over the last year, I got to be up to maybe 30 books um, over the last year, just positive books. Like so, so there's times when I don't feel like listening to a podcast, I will listen to a book. I do not listen to any uh, music in my car. Well, Let's say 1% of the time that I'm in my car, I'll listen to music. But all the other times, for me, it's all about audiobooks. Another thing that I have on me that I got to say is one of the top five things that I have with me is a card in my pocket. Now, sometime in February, I went to Rule One Investing, uh, a seminar. So basically, it's a seminar uh, ran by this um, guy who... I apologize, his name slips me right now, but um, it was all about investing and learning about stocks and bonds. And so at the end of the the session, the seminar, they gave out a card. And at the back of the card, you had to write something, a dream for yourself. And so what I wrote was, I will achieve a certain amount of money. And then why? Because I want to help as many people as I can. And that card is always in my pocket. I pull it out in the morning. I read it. I read it before I go to bed. Sometimes when I go in my pocket to get money or to get change or to get a stick of gum or whatever, I reach down. I feel the card. I may not have to pull it out to read it, but because I feel it, it comes to my mind. And I want it to be in my mind all the time because that's the goal I'm looking to achieve. If I can make a certain amount of money, I can do so many other things to help people. I want to be able to one day send people off to university for free. I want to be able to help people achieve certain dreams and goals. And so that is one of my dreams. And that is why I have this card on me. So that is one of my five things that are around me. Another thing I have around me is an elastic band. Now, I know it sounds weird. For those of you who know me over the last while, I've been having an elastic band on my wrist. Now, I'll tell you the backstory. There's a group called Trust 15 out of the area of Toronto that I grew up in called Rexdale, and they are doing some fabulous, fabulous work out there with the kids. And so I often go out there and help out and talk to the kids. And, you know, I really love to mentor some of these young men and women. And so they have every year they have a gala. And at this gala, I walked in one year dressed in my suit and tie, looking all fly. And when I walked in, they had a list and they said, Jeff, there's an elastic band for you. Can you put this elastic? 
elastic band on. And I was like, okay, sure. I mean, it doesn't match my suit and my tie, but I'll do it anyway. So I put this elastic band on my wrist. At the end of the night, they said, with every everybody in the room who has an elastic band, can you stand up? And there was a number of people who stood up. Very few people stood up compared to the rest of the crowd. And they said, you know, you guys mean so much to us because you have given back to us in ways that we can't even describe. And your time that you've given to us and your efforts, everything you do, it means so much to us. We just want to thank you. And so everybody that had the elastic band on their hand, they got um, an award, right? So I was given an award that night for just being a part of the group and motivating these kids. And it was so inspiring. Now, since then, I've kept an elastic band on my arm and I do so because it reminds me, it's just a reminder of the work that I'm doing and how I'm able to make a difference in this world. And so I've had, I've gone through a number of elastic bands. They've popped, you know, elastic bands, they don't, they don't really stay very long. So now I have one of those bands. I don't know what you call it, but it's a stronger uh, rubber band. You see Nike make them. A lot of people make them. They're very popular. I have one of those bands on my arm and I never take it off because again, it's just a gentle reminder to me that I got to keep pushing forward and making a difference in this world. Okay, so those are the top five things that I have in my life. Number three, uh, what are the top five books that you have? What are the top five books that you have around you that you read most often? Now, I know this is not for everybody because statistics say that most people will read one book, if not that, even uh, most likely less than that. Most people read um, one to less than one book a year. So this might not be for everybody. If this is not for you, it's time to step your game up. That's all I'm saying, right? So my top five books, this might be another podcast episode where I go through a bunch of of great books that I've really learned from and took pieces from. But anyway, so when I look at the top five books that I've read over the last while that have really made an impact on me, I got to say, first and foremost, my girl, Lisa Nichols, she is amazing. I am absolutely in love with her mind and the way she thinks and the way she speaks. She is such a powerful speaker and writer. Her book, No Matter What, it's got to be one of my favorite books right now. I have bought that book and given it out. I got to say, it's got to be four to five times now. I've given away my copy and I've bought a new copy and it's just so powerful. So I recommend everybody go out and read that. One of the books I read over the last while that's been very powerful to me has been T.D. Jake's book called Destiny. Again, very powerful. Another book by Wayne Dyer called Excuses Be Gone. Wayne Dyer is an amazing speaker. He's an amazing thinker. His mind is just on fire with the way he captivates his audience with his words. It's just, it's just truly amazing to me. Another great book that I have read that's been just captivating to me has been Tim Grover's book called Relentless. Tim Grover, for those of you who don't know, Tim Grover was a basketball player and he wanted to make it to the NBA. He got injured and so he decided to move his passion into physiotherapy and he became a sports uh, physiotherapist. He started working with Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, and a lot of other big names and he is now considered one of the best physiotherapists within sports. He has a huge, I heard it's like a four-size basketball uh, arena or, or gym or whatever you want to call it, building out in Chicago. And during the offseason, a lot of players go out there and practice and get rehabbed on because he is just one of the absolute best. 
So Tim Grover's book is absolutely fabulous. And I got to go with the classic Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Fabulous. Fabulous. I got to say that's one of the best books I've read as well. And again, it just brings so much value. Those are the five books. That's the sum of five for me. And then the last category I got to say is what are the top five TV shows slash movies? And I got to say, because it's a new age now slash uh, YouTube clips that you watch. Are you one of those people that will sit there and watch cat videos all day? Right. Just cat videos just all over the place. <laughs> are you watching fights on social media? Are you watching? You know, there's a lot of mess that you can be watching on TV, in movies, YouTube clips, online, whatever it might be. But what I'm saying to you is you are the sum of these things. So you got to consider changing some of these things. Now, let me go through my five things in terms of uh, visual. Let's go with visual. So number one, I got to say one of my favorite TV shows is Blackish. And it just I love it because number one, I deal with a lot of um, drama, so to speak, in terms of my job. And and sometimes, like I said, when I'm mentoring and talking to these kids, hearing some of the stories, it's heartbreaking. And sometimes I just want to laugh. And so Blackish is one of those shows. It's just straight comedy for me. It makes me laugh. And they deal with some real serious issues as well. So that's one of my favorite things to watch. Superstore, again, one of my favorite shows, just because, again, it just makes me laugh. It's kind of loosely based on walmart and walmart employees and so yes i find it extremely funny and again there's no real substance to it i'll be honest with you it's just a funny wholesome show that pretty much anybody you can watch it your family your kids and all that good stuff all right another tv show i gotta tell you chicago fire that's one of my favorite shows as well i don't know what it is but the whole fire aspect there's something about it i just kind of like it there's really no explanation there all right going further i gotta say one of my favorite things to watch is ted talks on youtube there is so much to be learned again another possible episode talking about my best my favorite top youtube um ted talks uh, youtube clips right uh that's that could be a whole new other episode so i won't go too deep in that but ted talks is one of my favorite things to watch there's so much to be learned by intelligent people all around the world and i i, I watched i take it in pretty often and again, on YouTube, one of the things I love to watch, I love to watch speakers on YouTube because I want to increase my own vocabulary. I want to be able to uh, speak better. I want to be able to perform better because oftentimes it is like performing. I want to use the stage. I want to be able to move my voice up and down and captivate the crowd. And so I do so through YouTube, whether it be watching pastors speak, whether it be T.D. Jakes, whether it be Steve Furtick, whether it be uh, speakers such as Jeremy Anderson, Inky Johnson, which is crazy, whether it be Kendall Ficklin, there's a ton of them. Of course, E.T., Eric Thomas, there's a ton of them out there who are doing some fabulous, fabulous speaking work, and, and I love just to watch them and be captivated by them. Of course, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, there's a ton. We can go on forever, but these are the sum of the five things that I watch. So just to recap, I came to the end of that real fast. Just to recap, what are the sum of the five things that are around you? So again, who are the top five people around you? What are the top things, five things that you surround yourself with? What are the top, excuse me, the top five books that you have around you? And what are the top five TV shows slash movies slash YouTube clips or online videos? What are the top five that you surround yourself with? 
It's important that you analyze the things that you surround yourself with because that's going to push you in the direction that you need to go or maybe you should not be going in and you have to make some changes within your own life. All right, good people, listen up. The sum of five, whether you know it or not, you are a reflection of the people who are around you, the things that are around you, the videos that you watch, the the, the books that you surround yourself with. You are a sum of all of them. So if you look at your friends and you see that you're not being uplifted, it might be time to just change your friends a little bit. I'm not saying to drop them, but what I'm saying is maybe consider finding a new crowd. Check Check in on them from time to time, but do yourself a favor, go out there and find a new crowd. I continue to say it over and over again. If you want to be a millionaire, you have to hang out with millionaires. If you want to be a billionaire, you gotta hang out with billionaires. If you want to change your thinking, your negative thinking, you gotta get away from that negative crowd. You gotta get away from those negative TV shows and the videos that continue to fill your timelines on your social media screen. You gotta delete, you gotta stop following them. You gotta cancel some of those shows because they are doing nothing to improve who you are. We have one life to live. And while we are here, we want to live it the best way we can. We want to be able to, at the end of our lives, when we die, we can say, I've lived the life that I was intended to live. As I always say, I don't believe any of us are here by accident. You were born at this time to the parents that you were born to, in the country that you were born in, in the time frame that you were born in, in the decade that you were born in, for an absolute reason. Understand that, realize that, that your life has value and start surrounding yourself with things that are valuable because when you surround your life with valuable things, guess who becomes valuable? You do. You do. The sum of five. Create a sum that is valuable, that is knowledgeable, that will pick you up and have you become a better person. You have the ability to change your five. Because you are a sum of five, you have the ability to go out there and to make the changes, the exchanges that you need to make to better who you are. If you want a better life, surround yourself with better people, better things, better movies, better TV shows, better books, and better everything. If you want to make your life better, you have the ability to do so. Start surrounding yourself with positivity and greatness, and greatness will come to you. All right, good people, much, much love, and I'll see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.